On May 16, 2006, 32-year-old Ray Rivera left his house in a panicked state. This would be the last time Ray was seen alive. He had a promising future, a stable job, and a beautiful wife. So why is it that despite his happy life and the mysterious circumstances regarding his death, were the police so quick to assume suicide? And why is that still their official stance today? Find out on this two-part series on Ray Rivera. I'm Jake. And I'm Wes. Welcome to the Half Talentless Podcast. Alright, we're back. Um, doing pretty well this time. We got a better mic, better quality. It's been a good week. I've done some pretty extensive research over these past two weeks. Yeah, I've noticed you came to me with like 16 pages. I've got a whole book in my hands. It's actually 22, but I gave you, I think I gave you like 13. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, um... There's not, there really isn't a lot of uh, small talk to be made. It's been a pretty dull week for me. Yeah, I, I mean, I had like two days of classes and then I headed back here. So yeah, nothing, nothing too serious. You have a final tomorrow? I have a final tomorrow, that's, yes. That's a Zoom yes. one. And then yeah, it's on Zoom. It's on Zoom. Tuesday you have an in-person? Yeah, Tuesday I have two in-persons. Two? Two. So are you going to, are you going back to your dorm or are you staying with dad? I'm going to, no, I'm going to go back to the dorm on Monday. Um, Fair enough. I could stay with dad, but then I'd have to commute. And the first one's at like either 8 or 9 a.m. Oh, two. okay. Yeah, never mind. So. All right. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, I had a, my week, if it was not spent, you know, on fucking video games or work, um, I was working on this and I'm actually really glad I spent as much time working on it. I wish I'd spent more. Really? I, I'm, I'm dead serious. If I had spent more on it, I'm fully confident this would be a three part show three-part show so, so i don't you you've you've kept me in the dark up until i read this intro i had no idea what we were doing you don't even know who who he is what i don't know i don't know anything about um <clears throat> ray rivera ray rivera i don't so, i don't know anything yeah. about him i will walk you through it um so this most of my information <laughs> at least all the information um that i'm going to use in this part of the series is coming from the netflix show unsolved mysteries this uh-huh. was their debut episode, uh-huh. if I'm remembering correctly, because um, it dropped in 2020, because mm-hmm. I'm 90% sure it was lockdown. Yeah. We're all stuck inside. It was near the beginning, and I just got sucked into the show, because I'm super into that. Um, like the, Not just murder cases, but the disappearances, stuff that just doesn't seem to have a logical answer. Mm-hmm. I, I really find it interesting... Going into what the police think, the investigators think, the media thinks, and then what the viewers and the people watching think. Right. So that's why, like, if I had gone, we'll get into theories in part two. Mm -hmm. The amount of theories that you could make from this case are wild. In fact, the one of the main theories, and possibly the one I subscribe to as of now, I found yesterday. Really? Yeah. Like, before work, I was... Or no, I found this one today before work. I found this today. Because really? I remember I was down here, and I thought, okay, I'm just going to put, you know, a little closer on the show. And I was worried at first. I was worried uh-huh. about length. So... Well, that's the common occurrence. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was low-hanging fruit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> 
Oh shit, we're being too loud again. No, really? Yeah. Well, I didn't expect you to throw a dick joke at me, Jake. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a child. So, I uh, my big fear was how how long can we stretch this episode out? Um, it was either in my head, it was either going to be two short episodes or one ridiculously long episode. Uh-huh. And then I found some of the theories, and I'm fully confident we will have two medium to long episodes. Like, okay, All right. I. I have the meat of the story in this episode. I still think next episode is going to be longer. Okay. All right, yeah. And yeah, all right. it's just, like I said, we'll get into that. But the, the, conf- the just utter confusion revolving this case. And every time you think you've connected a piece, there's just something else. You can't ignore pieces from this case. Right. But at the same time, explain, like, I'm almost convinced this guy was just trying to fuck with people. Like he was like, really? He was like, I think I'm gonna die. Let me, let me fuck with everybody I can, cause just it. We'll, what a hero. We're gonna get. <laughs> we're gonna get into. <laughs> That's how I want to go out. I want everyone to have so many questions. <laughs> well, welcome to the Ray Rivera case, yeah. Jake. We're gonna get uh, straight into it. And like I said, a lot of the, a lot of the mysterious, confusing elements to this case are gonna come in. Episode two. Uh-huh. This one is solely built to introduce Ray Rivera, his life, uh-huh. his associates, and what ultimately led to his disappearance. So his disappearance should have been a bigger part of this story, uh-huh. but because of investigations, it's not. And I, like I said, we'll, we'll get into it, yeah. but I wanted to preface this by saying... Although most of this episode is about the time he's missing, mm-hmm. I really, really wish we had more to go on off this. And uh-huh. I think you'll understand by the end of it. But with that, I think it's time to just jump right in. Okay. So, Ray Rivera, he was 32 years old at the time of his disappearance. Uh, that was in May of 2006. He had a wife named Allison. They had just gotten married, uh, I believe, in Puerto Rico. He had a brother, uh, Angel Jr., his mother, Maria, um, and his friend, Porter Stransberry. These are going to be the important people um, involved with Ray's case. Okay. So, uh, Ray, physically, he was 6'5", 260, and that is that was all muscle. This dude, he played water wow. polo, so he had broad shoulders, then weight. Like, he was just a strong, athletic guy. Okay. Um, Ray was really into film, mm-hmm. so he wanted to do screenplays and you know he wanted to produce and write and that will show up more Uh so now that we've introduced the important people and just sort of name them his backstory a bit uh his father was in the air force so he moved around a lot and because of this he didn't really have friends instead his family like they grew very very close um especially him and his brother and it just became a very bonded family between he, his dad, his brother, his mom. Uh, on all accounts, Ray is described as a really upbeat, funny guy. Like, his brother's quoted as saying he just lit up a room. And that's that's kind of the personality. He was the guy who would bring the comedy. He would make people smile. He, he just It was hard to catch him on a bad day. Uh-huh. Um, he was really into film, like I said, so... When he and his wife were together, they at first were living in Southern California, uh-huh. so he could sort of pursue more of that film work. Wasn't paying the bills, so Ray took up an offer from his friend Porter Stransberry, 
who had wanted him to come to Baltimore, Maryland, and work for him for a long time. Uh-huh. So this brings us to Porter. Porter is his high school friend. They played water polo together, and since high school, they had just been good friends. Um, the show, at least, does not go in too much detail about their friendship, but it just seems like kind of high school friends who never lost touch. Okay, yeah. Um, so Porter had a company, Stransberry and Associates, um, and they wrote financial newsletters. Okay, so something like like uh, Forbes or something? Exactly. Okay. Um, so Porter had wanted Ray to come write for him for a long time. Ray was a great writer. He was very good with words. And he was a smart guy. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Ray didn't have a financial background, but Porter was really persistent. He wanted to work with his friend. He you know, loved how Ray wrote. He wanted him out there. So Ray did take up his offer in 2004. Um, he and Allison moved and it was sort of a deal between them. Give it 24 months and then, you know, we'll, we'll go from there. Uh-huh. So it was yeah. kind of like two years was their projected time to be in Baltimore. Right. Okay. And they, they nearly hit it. They got really close because when we talk about his disappearance, this happened in May, 2006, they moved oh, out there damn. fairly yeah. early in 2004. Yeah. It says they moved in December, 2004. Right here. In oh, your, sorry. In your near, sorry. Near two thousand. Near early two thousand five. I apologize. <clears throat> I knew. I knew there was a way I wanted to word that. <laughs> I specifically remember there were multiple points in here where I wanted to word it differently, but I didn't have room to add a no- like a physical note. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'll remember that. <laughs> so, um, uh, I'm yeah, the worst. D- <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna correct you constantly, and you're gonna hate it. Fair enough. And now it's worth it. So, like I said, just. To sum up the beginning of who Ray was, this was just kind of the person we're talking about. Uh Really lively guy. People loved him. I actually reading today about um, when he was in Southern California, he was an assistant coach for, um, it was either the water polo or the swimming team, one of the two. And people just, they gravitated to Ray. Like he, he was a very charismatic guy. um, And I will mention this multiple times throughout the um, our, these parts one and two. Uh-huh. Ray was a physically fit guy and way above average. The guy is six yeah, five, yeah. two sixty. He sounds like he's like he's like built. He is, yeah. and and when you see the pictures of of him, like when he was playing water polo, you can tell the guy. Like even just looking at him, you can tell that is a tall, strong dude. I cannot think of many people who are like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck with that guy. So, Are you saying this is like foreshadowing? Yes, I am. Okay, all right. It, that is, that, is, just, is that a theory? People think he disappeared because someone tried to fuck with him? And no, you don't necessarily not necessarily. That? I just, when people, we will talk about his death, when people bring up foul play, I just, I really will point out and make a serious note of this. This guy was very strong, very athletic, and very smart. Yeah. It is, in my head, impossible for someone any smaller than him to... Injure him enough, and then, like, we will get to it. I, we'll get okay, to it. Okay, all right, but, yeah, I'm getting you off track. I'm sorry. Like I said, like, I will point this out a lot. Um, So, we're going to go straight to the date of May 16, 2006. This is where the story starts. Okay. So, Allison was preparing for a business trip. Uh, she was supposed to re- leave at around 7.15. Uh, at that time, she was packing up. Ray was awake. He was making her breakfast. Um, what a guy. Walked her out to her car. She left. Like, he was, like I said... This dude, loving husband, they yeah. were mm-hmm. madly in love. Um, and you'll see on Allison's part, like, they were very committed to each other. So, 
Later that day, Allison checks into a hotel around 6 or 6.30. She calls Ray, but he didn't answer. So she notes it was kind of strange he didn't answer. That wasn't quite like him. Um, like I'm about to mention, he was working at home that day. So for him not to answer, just... Yeah, it just seemed a little It was off. a little strange. Yeah, yeah. So um, at the time, a college friend of Allison's named Claudia was staying with them. So she just called her to check on Ray and... This is what she says. So, um, Claudia says around 6.30, she heard a phone uh, a phone ring, Ray answered it, then without explanation, ran out of the house in a hurry. Uh, I've heard this been described a lot of different ways, what he says. So, he sort of says with an exclamation of some sort. I've heard it said he says, oh shit, or oh, or something. On all accounts, as far as I could see, he says something to the effect of he was surprised by something on the phone. Okay, all right, yeah. Um, what he said specifically, no one can really confirm, but it is almost certain on everybody's account. He, he heard something that made him, you know, surprised to the point where he said something on the lines of, oh, shit, or oh, right, or yeah. just, you know, it, it's important to, to see. He was... He uh, left really fucking quick. Uh -huh. um, we'll get to it. He was in flip-flops and, like, you know, home clothes. He was not dressed like he was running yeah. out to a meeting or anything. Uh -huh. He straight up got his Sounded shit. Sounded like it was something urgent. Yeah. Exactly. He ran out and um, took Allison's car and just left. So. Wait. Now, all right. I, I should mention. When I say Allison's car. Yeah. I don't know if they had mutual cars or separate. Allison, I believe, took a flight. Okay, so okay. I was about to ask, how did Allison get to a hotel? Also, the timeline, no offense, but the timeline seems to be a little weird. Um, it said, you says in your notes that... Are you jumping ahead? No, I'm jumping back. What? Uh, it says Alice, Allison checks into a hotel around 6 or 6.30 and she calls Ray, right? So yeah. Claudia says around 6.30 she yes. got a phone ring. So that was something I... Thank you for bringing that up. That's something I want to mention. <sighs> I put 6 to 6.30 because that's how it's reported on two different websites I saw. One uh -huh. six, one six thirty. The Netflix documentary says that Claudia estimated around 6.30. Mm -hmm. So so maybe she just missed him. That's what I was thinking. When I read this and, and heard it. Because 6 doesn't sound possible if Claudia is saying 6.30. Yeah, no. I and, and like I said, because there are a couple different accounts, this is, you know... This is years and years ago. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of go with that idea of even if he left at six and or, or you know he left around six or whatever, that's still thirty. That's close. Yeah, that's like he. Yeah, she did like, kind of just miss him. Yeah. So, um, after checking the the house, Claudia did confirm he had not returned. He was not home. Hmm. Um, and in fact, the next day we're going to we're now at May seventeenth. So Allison gets a call from Claudia at five thirty. I again have heard this reported as she called Claudia. Either way, they spoke on the phone, and Claudia does confirm Ray had not come home, and he did not appear to have been home. Okay. So Allison immediately knew something wasn't right. Yeah. She like yeah. 
you know, you could bring up the arguments of, well, maybe he's out on a bender or whatever you could yeah, try. Yeah, you could say that, but whatever you could clearly try Allison up. knew him better and was like, this is unusual. Yeah. And his, his brother and his mom, like his family, everybody is on the same page. This does not sound like Ray at all. So, and again, that will, that's a bit of foreshadowing. So, um, she, she just packs up and heads home. I, I believe the documentary had it as she was driving. So she might've taken, maybe she had a rental car. She might have, yeah, rental might've been his. Um, but I, I'm almost certain that everywhere I saw that mentioned whose car it was, it was Allison's that he took, whether it was his car or Allison's. The, the car itself was an SUV-style, like, vanish car. Okay. That's what I do remember. Um, so, uh, Allison, all the way back, was calling everybody. Mm-hmm. She calls Ray's mother and her brother. So, first she speaks with Maria, who is Ray's mom. She, at the time, was in Puerto Rico with his father. Uh, and when she got the phone call, Allison, who, again, very, very close... Um, like I said, the family was very close. She yeah. was one of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, she just said, Mama, I can't find Ray. And mm-hmm. when she asked Maria if she had spoke with him, she said no. Immediately they were on a flight and okay. on the way back. So she then called Ray's brother, Angel, who was um, in Orlando. And she um, she tells him, you know, Ray's missing. I can't find him. And he, again, instantly knew something was wrong. He... Also reiterated, Ray was not the type to disappear, and especially for Allison to not know about it was entirely out of character. Right. So he says by 1 or 2 p.m., he was on a flight. Um, I, I really... I, I try not to keep saying things that are to the obvious, but it is foreshadowing, and it is something that is mentioned a lot when you talk about theories. Ray was just, like... It's almost like a, a switch was flipped. Everything was normal in the morning, and then by 6, 6.30, around that time, he was out of the house. Interesting. Interesting. So, when Allison arrives at the house, Ray's car is gone. Again, I say Ray's car. Um, yeah, I know the I'm car that, to that people said this is Ray just, This is yeah. just what the documentary said. Um, so I'm going to go by what the documentary said. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's Ray's car just because that's how everyone refers to it. And he was driving it. So it just, for enunciation purposes. Um, inside the house, she set, found sitting on the counter a bag of chips, an open soda can, and his Invisaligns. So this is just more evidence that, like, he was he immediately took off and yeah, he didn't even Yeah, it sounded like he to, didn't even stop to do anything. Yeah. yeah. And for me like somebody leaving in sandals, I know it's May and all, but if Still, I like I If I'm leaving yeah. the house to go drive, I'm usually not in flip-flops and yeah. especially if you're in a hurry like for him to not even think about changing shoes, that's that's significant to yeah. me. And yeah. the flip-flops, we will get back to them. So, uh, the lights to Ray's room and office were both on with no sign of Ray. Angel got in around 7 p.m., and by this time, Claudia had uh, had returned to New York, so she was now... Yeah, she was out of the picture. We're no longer yeah, we're no going to talk about gonna, her. Yeah. The only time um, we really mention her is just jumping back to this phone. Right, okay. So, we're going to um, we're gonna mention once or twice that friends and family come in. It is not often we talk about many of them besides Allison's dad. I do not have his name, but I know he is 
everybody was heavily involved in the search for Ray. Yeah. All his family and stuff. Mm. Um, but when I say, you know, family and friends come to help look, the only ones we're going to touch on were the ones we've already stated and Allison's dad. Got so, it. We're going to go the next day, May 18th. The family had begun searching for Ray. This included uh, Allison, Angel, Ray's parents, Allison's parents, and a few friends uh, who were close by. So Porter, his his friend who we worked with, yeah, yeah. he put out a $1,000 reward for information and got um, he, he got the media involved. He's the guy who got the media as like, uh, to immediately start talking about Ray, and it wasn't a big thing until he sort of went and said something. Cause he's, right, I got you. He's got a little influence. Yeah. So uh, they went all around town. They're passing out flyers. They're asking around. They're trying to find uh, if anybody had seen Ray. Nobody had. Uh, his bank accounts remained untouched. His credit card had not been used, and his cell phone was dead. Hmm. <clears throat> so we're going to mention Jane Miller. And at the time, she was a reporter for WB, WBAL-TV. She became interested in Ray's case because it just seemed so unusual. There was no reason for Ray to run off. There just wasn't any explanation to her as to why Ray would leave, why his wife wouldn't know anything about it, and why no one had seen him. So, May 22nd, 2006. Ray has now been missing for six days. Allison's parents went uh, to look for Ray's car in local lots. They went all around town, um, and after searching, they turn into a lot, and her mother looks to her right and says, that's Ray's car. Sure enough, Ray's car was parked behind a building on St. Paul Street in spot number seven. When the car was discovered, on the windshield was a ticket, which, uh, which narrowed the date the car was parked to the night Ray disappeared. Interesting. So the attendant found the car the next morning and left the ticket, so we... You can't really. Yeah, you place. can't say for certain what time of day it was. You can't you know say when he happened. parked, but it must, it must have happened, happened between the night before. six thirty or and, and the that next morning. morning. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so the area where the car was found is a parking lot uh, near the Belvedere Hotel. Um, it's an old hotel, now a condominium. It was also closely located to Ray's work. It would not be unusual for Ray to know that part of town, but it wouldn't make any sense for him to leave his car there for an extended period of time even if he was at work he would not be parked there it just right yeah it, it was an doesn't odd make place for him to park. park there yep <clears throat> so um once the car was found foul play just immediately became the running theory for most people yeah when i mean you... i can't i can't necessarily blame yeah. him either finding a car in an unusual place sounds like someone put it there well whether he parked there or not, the fact that that car has been there this long and no one has even heard from Ray, mm -hmm. foul play is now, of course, you're running. Yeah, through. I mean. <clears throat> so uh, volunteers, they kind of began searching the area where the car was found. Um, in an interview, former Commissioner Frederick, uh, I think it's Bealfield. Bealfield, I it's, it's spelled kind of weird. So Maybe I'm say Bealfeld. Bielfeld? I guess that makes the most sense to me. Yeah. Uh, so Bielfeld, I'm going to call him Fred. Fred stated that um, Rivera's phone had not been recovered at um, at the scene and that there was, quote, nothing of evidentiary value in the car. There is information out there on what was supposedly found. But again, I'm going to touch on This is sort of foreshadowing because I'm going to touch on it later. Documentation in this case on the police's part 
is really shitty, and we will see why. Okay, um, all right. So, I cannot tell you what was in the car, but I can say for sure, according to this commissioner, and this is during an interview, nothing of, quote, nothing of evidentiary value was in the car. So nothing indicated that the car had been stolen, and there was nothing in Ray's background that would present a logical reason for him to disappear. There was nothing of mental health. There was no yeah. There was no there's no, no second, underlying thing exactly. That might, no might have second life. This, nothing yeah. like that. And the commissioner does touch on that as well. So now we're gonna go to May twenty fourth, two thousand six. Uh, Ray has now been missing for eight days. So three of Ray's co-workers decide to go look uh, from the top of a parking garage next to the Belvedere Hotel. And uh, when they looked over the edge, they spotted flip-flops next to a hole in the lower part of the hotel. Uh-huh. So this part of the hotel, the Belvedere, uh, and I am going to talk about the Belvedere, it's 11 stories. This uh-huh. one is like a one to two story side part. It's like a conference room. So... To see this hole, you would have had to be on top of the Belvedere or on top of the parking garage. There is no other way you could have spotted this Interesting. hole. Interesting. So that kind of explains why it takes eight days for yeah, anybody for even someone see to the even hole. see it, yeah. Um, it was, and it was not a particularly large hole. I should have underlined this with fucking bold going back and reading through the notes uh-huh. because... That is going to be a really big part in the theory. It's not a very large hole. And the the detect the lead detective who we're gonna talk about in a minute or two, he said that he could have squeezed through it if he went vertically. And I want to again state Ray was six five, yeah, two sixty Ray- with broad shoulders. Yeah, Th- I'm just saying this is foreshadowing. Of course, this was a a, a small hole. It uh-huh. was human-sized, but, but like smaller human than than Ray sized. Well, to to put it bluntly, the only feasible way this hole could have been created at that size by someone Ray size is perfectly vertically. And again, we will touch on that. Interesting. If you haven't seen where we're going with this, I'm beginning to see where we're yeah. going with this. So, yeah. um, like I said, it was not particularly large. It looked just like a big black spot on a white roof. Um, you know, the detective even recalled saying you almost would have called it water damage. Yeah. Um, again, foreshadowing. So the three coworkers, they called the police and three detectives entered the Belvedere, asked former concierge Gary Shivers to give them access to the old racquetball club or church space. That's kind of what they called it in that. Uh It's called a conference area. It's just, it's like a big space that no one was using. Exactly. It was rarely used. So... Inside the room, police discovered the body of Ray Rivera. Ray had fallen through the metal roof and landed by the door. So I initially want to stop here, but I don't want to. Because again, with all the stuff we can talk about in part two, and the fact that we're only 30 minutes in, I gotta keep going. Yeah, you wanted to stop here? Because I originally was going to talk more in the beginning. How many pages are there? There's more. Hold on, hold on. There's a ton more. I know. Hold on. And and this is no, not all not. the there's like four. Well, this is not all the notes. I see. I have more notes. You have more notes. The point is, I'm looking ahead a little bit. I'm yes. Kidding. Stop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Stop it. I'm sorry. We're trying to be professional. Do you know how professional we've been this whole time? It's been so we've been we've pretty had, professional. We've had one dick joke. That's it. <laughs> that was my fault. My bad. <laughs> God damn it. 
Move. I can ramp it up if you want. I can make more dick jokes. That's I just a, feel like it's kind of inappropriate in this context. That's up to you. I don't mind you being funny. I don't care. Well, funny is a relative term when it comes to dick jokes, especially, you know, the easy low-hanging, low-hanging fruit, fruit yeah. I make. Yeah. Um. So like I said, I initially wanted to stop here, but that was that was when I first wrote this sort of outline because I was going to have more stuff in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I like the way it is now if we just keep going. Okay. So we're going to talk about Michael Bear. I know that's probably not how you say it, but it looks I just like, say bear. like Bear. Bear, yeah. It's like bear, but with my accent, bear. Bear. Um, bear. <laughs> Michael Barr. <laughs> God, that's so fucking stupid. So, <laughs> so Michael Bear was the, uh, he's the lead detective on Race Case. And I, I really do like Michael because he seems to give a shit. And we'll yeah. talk, we'll talk not enough about him, but we will talk about him. So... Uh, Bear describes arriving on the scene, Ray's body had decomposed quite a bit, it's been eight days since he was missing, it's pretty obvious that he probably died on the day he went missing, Yeah. yeah. Um, so because of the heavy decomposition, a lot of evidence that you would initially find on a body or with a body is now gone. So the evidence you get at this point is pretty much solely based on a coroner's, coroner's uh, examination of the body. Interesting, because those aren't always reliable. I'm telling you, I think they... I can't... I can't... I can't skip <laughs> Sorry, I'm so sorry. Stop it. So... I'm going to touch on it now. I will touch on it later when it comes to theories. When I mention that police really, really botch this, in my opinion... In and like a lot of this, I found out today before, right before work. Uh-huh. In most cases involving a body, in almost all cases, there are photos. Mm-hmm. You do diagrams of yeah. the area. Uh-huh. You, there is heavy description about finding the body. Yeah, there is practically none. Really, there is like witness testimony from police officers who were just swinging in and out. Unfortunately, this is Baltimore. Oh, we're gonna. T- I hate the. After reading this, I I have such disdain for the Baltimore Police Department. They fucking hear that Baltimore suck. Police Department. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, like. Should we? Should we like? Should we go visit them? <laughs> should we yeah. go say hi? That's yeah. Because hey, we live in Maryland. Oh, dude. We live at this address. Dude. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> So, Baltimore Police Department, come find us. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bear is retired at this point. If he uh, wasn't, we would have a lot better officers on yeah. the force. Um, God, I really wish, like, there's even a quote in this that I can't say now because it would spoil a bit of the future. But the BPD, from where they, and their initial stance on this is that same stance today. You remember? Really? You remember the intro, Jake? Yeah. They have. They are. We'll get into it. They are so. So they unwa- think it's suicide. They are so unwavering about even rookie cops today. If you ask them about the case without a question, they say suicide. So what do they? Do they know something we don't? No, not that. So it's as far as I can find, and this is on multiple sources. It's not that there's a lack of evidence. Um, a lack of 
evidence were allowed to access. There's just a lack of evidence. They just didn't record shit. Now, I may be wrong there. I may be missing something. But it, it, it seems like on multiple accounts, it's ra- it's not as much what they didn't, what they're not letting us know. It's just what they didn't fucking record. It's what they don't know themselves. Yeah, they just And didn't. they're just filling in the blank. What did they, like... It's their jobs. Like, what I, dude, were they doing? I don't know. What, do you, what did they just come to this crime scene and go, this is a cool place to hang out? Anyone I don't coffee? know. Like, what What did they do? <laughs> like, I'm not joking. They interview the concierge. That's why I have his name. Uh-huh. I, I feel like I got more information from him than from any fucking beat cop that was standing in that room that day. It, we'll, we'll touch more on it, but I just... And was it a coroner or was it a medical examiner? Because I, I'm we're gonna fairly about, sure there's a difference. I believe it. Oh, I believe it was a medic. Oh, fuck. I can't remember. We'll talk about it. We'll okay, talk about cause, it. Because I, if I remember, because I watched the last week tonight episode on this. And I know, like, medical examiners, I think, have to have, like, a degree. And coroners don't. I, <laughs> or something uh, like that. They have, whether, they, okay. They're, like, way less qualified. Whether One or not of them it, is less qualified than the other. Whether or not it was a medical examiner or a coroner, I do know that... In this article I was reading today about his injuries, which we'll touch on, I believe, in part two, uh-huh. um, whoever whoever went over his injuries and sort of stated them and put them in record appeared to do a pretty good job. And whether it's the medical examiner's office or coroner's office, whoever we're going to talk about later, because, I, I, again, I just don't remember, I am rooting for them. They're good guys in my fucking book. You think so? We okay. will talk about All right. it. All right. Because so, I... I don't know. I, I know just, exactly uh, what you he, mean. I, I'm just worried that like one bad little bit of evidence has just fu- fucked uh, the whole. It, yeah, dude, it's more than a, than one. All right. Okay. It's more than one piece okay. of evidence. I'm sorry. I, I'll I stop distracting it's, you. It's, I'll, it's fine. I have so many questions. <laughs> Again, we'll get to it. And I'm going to leave you on the hook when we end this just because that's how I felt when I had to go to work. I was God like, what it. the fuck <laughs> did I just you know, look at? Um, But anyway, so... When, when they go on scene, there's supposed to be a diagram. There's supposed to be images. Looking back, no one can seem to find any. So it just Interesting. Leads, so it, it just, sounds like they just didn't do it. It just leads to the explanation of, like, no one seemed to actually do the very, very important things. And I think a very... I personally think the reason of that is because they immediately were just like, yeah, he jumped. He's, he's suicide. Uh, it seems like... Oh. God damn it. But that's... that's I mention it now because... The Baltimore Police Department, besides Michael Bear, is so fucking unhelpful throughout this, it hurts. You know what they needed? They needed, like, <clears throat> any Robo-com. token procedural TV show cop yes. to be there. Like, yes, they did. This wasn't suicide. No, these motherfuckers. This was murder. They needed Elliot Stable to stay over there. <laughs> like, right now. Like, yesterday. He's from SVU. That's I, completely different. We don't know. Anyway, okay. Your response to my criticism was just to belt out the song. I couldn't think of a witty response. Fair enough. So fair enough. Where was I? Okay. So, like I said, there was decom. Um, thank God, Michael Bear actually talked to the people doing this fucking documentary because without him explaining the scene, we only have the concierge who went in for a minute was like. Nope. <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame him. Like, that sounds awful. Yeah. Um, a, a, a body that's a body been dead that's for roughly for eight, eight days. days? Yeah, sounds that's terrible. terrible. I, like, I'm proud of the guy. They stuck it out for as long as he did. Um, Basically, we are going to jump from the crime scene to the autopsy report because there's no fucking evidence. 
So the autopsy, um, in the autopsy, it was determined that Ray must have fallen from a high place. We'll get into that. <laughs> because the hole was so small, Ray must have gone through vertically. This was not in the documentary. I put this in here before I even got to the rest of the shit that I would get into today. Uh-huh. It did not make any sense to me, and I would later find out to multiple other people, that this hole would be so small for such a big guy. Yeah. So he had to have gone through vertically. And this right, yeah. This led to um to the first question in the police's investigation and their theories, where the fuck did he fall from? Now this is another spot where I was thinking about ending, but there's just more. Right. <laughs> so um the theories we're gonna get into on this part are the police's theory. We're gonna get into public theory next part. So the first theory was that Ray was on the very top of the Belvedere Hotel. Uh-huh. Um, the Belvedere is 11 stories, and this small area where Ray was found is about one to two stories. This would mean he fell roughly 11 stories from the top roof. Now that gives us... That's a good enough That height. does answer the, the big, large fall kind of thing. <clears throat> yes and no. Really? You'll see, we'll see. We'll, right. and, and I'll stop again, asking ahead. The very here's the issue with that. The very top of the Belvedere, it's a slanted roof. It, it slants up to a flat roof about 40 feet wide, and that is without the air conditioning units and stuff on top. You know, like a normal roof. Uh-huh. But between the hole and the edge of the roof where he could have jumped is 45 feet. 45 feet. Yeah. You see where there's a fucking issue? Yeah. I uh, again. What? So. So, every time I hear someone bring up the suicide theory, they're like, well, yeah, the top of the Belvedere, he jumped. And even if someone's like, he was really athletic. Michael, 45 dude, feet. Michael Bear, I didn't even think about it until he fucking pointed out, the guy was in flip-flops. That's a damn good right? point. How do you the run? Fl- were the flip-flops found next to the hole? Yes, and we will immediately get into that okay. in, in, like, the next part of what, of, uh, at, like after the theories. Okay, got it. Um but yeah, like it is virtually impossible for Ray to have come from the roof. And like I don't know, initially watching this, I obviously thought of a foul play mm-hmm. um theory from the get because it just it did suicide didn't make sense. It will not make sense. Where did he drop from? Oh, this is the big question. So I always had the assumption someone must have thrown him off the roof. I just always had that idea. Thrown him? Well, like... How do you... But how do you throw a guy who's 6'5", 260 pounds, 45 feet? When we talk about his leg injuries. Well, wait a His minute. what? Okay, I'm wait sorry. Yeah. I'm skipping ahead. I'm skipping <laughs> I ahead. Want, I wanted to give you a little teaser. <laughs> this is why I love the medical his, examiner's his office. His leg injuries? This is why I love the medical examiner's office. So, the, the point about this roof... It's impossible. I, I like honestly, my first thought was okay, one to two, at least three people are throwing him. Like that was my first theory because yeah. he's just a big guy who would have fallen off one to two guys. Yeah. Like he's in cat. You know, he had an injury to his head, a fracture to his skull, mm-hmm. which we'll get into. So I thought he got hit in the back of the head. They picked him up. They threw him. But it it's just. 45 feet, even for a man, his athletic ability to run and jump, you can't do it. 11 I, stories. Again, I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily see anyone throwing him that far. Of course not. Well, that's why. Like, is it sounds crazy. 
I'm gonna get clowned for this fucking opinion, but it. Are we ruling out a helicopter? Oh my! I'm so glad you said that, dude. The amount of fucking redditors who was like, "Did anybody hear a helicopter that night?" <laughs> yeah, because it's like, I, I mean, as as fucking crazy as it sounds, it's legitimately. It's the only way I can Jake, explain the 45. It is thing. one of the most sound theories of this entire case <laughs> is that legitimately <laughs> something involving a rich, wealthy person and him in a helicopter and they just fucking Fuck, shove dude, him. he was a financial analyst. We're gonna get into that. Oh my god. <laughs> oh dude, my god. As soon as you said I'm gonna get clown for this, I was like, no, you're right. <laughs> so, oh my god. Anyway, the top roof, I have all these notes about it. It's impossible. Allison... She went to the top of that roof with her dad. Really? Yeah. Because I, I wouldn't have been able to dude, do that. Throughout this entire case, from he, the day he disappears to today, she has always been five steps ahead of the fucking police. Like, her God whole damn. family was doing better than the police. Goddamn. So Allison went with her dad to the top of this roof. And it's very important to mention that both she and Ray were very scared of heights. Uh-huh. Ray more so than her. And she was horrified to be up there there's no railing there's nothing so even if ray like if he if it wasn't suicide he just he would not be up there it would yeah. not make sense to him. Uh-huh. i wouldn't fucking be up there so um and bear also said that none of the evidence felt good to him and he adamantly believes ray did not go off that roof so what does he believe he doesn't say he doesn't give an, an a legitimate theory which i am I am I. I'm kind of glad respect, he did, doesn't. I respect. I respect that. that, but at the same time, like, bro, it sounds like he doesn't even. He doesn't know. He has no clue. He's no gonna, one does. Oh, we're but what we're gonna get into it. What happened to Ray Rivera? So, I'm gonna give you a little a little teaser for episode two here, man. Okay. I'm, I say that with such excitement in my fucking voice. Uh huh. There was a um a podcast in 2021, I believe, earliest 20 like May is 2021 actually, if I'm uh-huh. remembering, which is eerie. That went into a Different theory completely. That is the theory I subscribe to. Uh-huh. And we will get into that in part two. But, okay, all right. But that is the only, like, of all the people we're going to talk about here, almost nobody in this is going to give a legitimate theory besides the cops. And theirs fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, their, their theory needs some work, because I will say. no one fucking knows, and especially at the time that in 2020 when this came out, when nobody was talking this about it. This happened in 2020? No, no, no. This is when the, the um, episode came out. I see. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So the episode Yeah, it said it happened out, in 2006. Yeah. I'm dumb. No, it's fine. The episode <laughs> came out in 2020, and because of that, I'm so certain it was the debut episode. I remember it clearly. Because of that, a lot of people were immediately drawn to the case, immediately had opinions. And even I, looking back, I was like, no, I had a good theory about that. And I rewatched it. I'm like, no, I fucking didn't. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't know shit. So now we're going to go to theory number two. And this is the shortest fucking theory in there. You see how short? It's not even a yeah. full paragraph. It's a sentence or two. So um, theory number two is the parking garage. Um, it's too fucking small and far away. So this was immediately Do we know roughly out. how far away it was? It was... Uh, actually, I do. It was 20 feet above where he would have been and 20 feet away from where he would have been. 20 feet to put a hole in a metal roof. Exactly. And it was metal on both ends. And it was 20, both... 20 feet away? Yeah. How do you make 20 feet in you just 20 don't... feet? Exactly. No, it, That's it like was... a 45 degree angle of descent. Jake, on... 
gravity <laughs> is a parabola. Jake, How does that happen? The way the way I read this, to whoever me, came up with this no, no, theory no, no, no. should be Jake, should be fired. No, Jake, to me, the way I fucking heard this is like imagine Michael Bear and a couple beat cops are on the roof, <laughs> and everyone's looking up at the Belvedere, and that one cop's like, "What about this way?" And Michael Bear looks over, is like, "Shut up!" No, he, he just Duh. like looks over, he's like, "You're fired. Get out." <laughs> Because yeah. it's the dumbest fucking theory I've ever heard yeah. in my life. This is worse than the suicide one. Oh my god. Theory number three. This is... When we talk about the Belvedere, this is probably the best you're going to get. And that is the 11th floor ledge. This is what I remember initially believing, but going over this again, trying my hardest, I could not see this being possible. But to go into it, so... The 11th is the last floor, so the, from the 11th floor, the, the roof slants back. Okay. So, you know, where the ceiling of the 11th floor would hit, that's where the roof starts to move. Uh-huh. Um, along the floor, where, again, the floor to the, uh, I guess, it's like right under the windows, mm-hmm. there's a ledge. This shit is small. I thought it was way bigger. It is not. So, to get to it, you would have had to go through someone's room... Or one of the offices. That is something Michael Bear stresses. The only access would be through a window on the 11th. Or there are these conference offices on either side. So did they ask anyone in any of these rooms or offices? Now here was... So I don't know. Hearing the way Michael Bear talks about it. And again, they only had an hour for this. I am almost certain they did. Just because the way he rules out some of these theories. He is really, really... The guy's smart. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. And the evidence he does go over was thorough. So I'm I'm confident enough to say he did. But that was when I first watched this show back in 2020. This was my theory. That he well, he had to have ledge. come from the ledge. He, so, you know, my thought was, did no one ask about the offices? Like, think about Porter Stransberry or somebody he met through yeah. work. Like, you know, it's not even... It's not even that hard to think that one of them would rent out an office space. Yeah. But... We're going to go into it. I don't think so. After going through this, um, and I, I had forgotten or at least not known as much about his specific work back then as I do now. Uh-huh. It's kind of hard to imagine this ledge. So the windows directly above the ledge, they're half windows. You, they, they, if they open, it would be a tiny bit. Right. So um, not something someone like Ray would be able to Ray, no way in hell. Okay. Um... So it, you have to go through one of the specific windows. The ledge itself is like maybe two feet wide, and it's ornate, so it's got all these how patterns. How does he on jump it. from there? It how just, far did how far would he have had to go from the ledge? So I actually have in notes forty feet. Forty feet from the ledge. It, it's maybe a five to ten foot difference from the ledge to the to the edge of the top roof. Again, either way, that's a really far one. But you'd also, A, have to subscribe to the suicide theory if you were really thinking about it. Or yeah, because there's no way foul play could have happened on that ledge. Yeah, you'd have to get creative I, I, as fuck to try and make that happen. I mean, so, do, you just, do you just drug him and leave him on the ledge and just hope he falls? Dude, you can't do that near the mic. What's wrong with you? That was look great. at that fucking spike, dude. That was you. That was oh, you. Okay, I'm See, sorry. look. But it is picking it up. Look, you can okay. see this. Now I feel kind of bad. You awful So person. anyway, <laughs> that's theory three. There is just not enough about that to talk about. I wish there was. Do you have any questions about any of those three so far? I, I don't know if I can believe any of them. I personally do not. 
It, now these are the these are police's theory. And remember, as an officer, this is like day one. Where else could he have fucking come from besides in in your own words a fucking helicopter? So yeah, I I wanted to I wanted to see if was he moonlighting as a circus performer and they shot him out of a cannon? What happened? Would have made the most fuck. Well, no, because it's a vertical fucking hole. Yeah, actually, goddamn, dude, it's there's just no answer for this. <laughs> so to get more into it, I want to touch on Ray's injuries because these are going to play a really big part into um, the next episode. Um, so Ray had a skull fracture, and that began at the base of his skull. He had multiple broken ribs. Both his tibia and fibula were broken in one leg, and uh, based off this, at the time I'm writing this as I'm watching. I f- and this is me quoting in my notes. I feel it's safe to assume he went through the roof feet first. Whether or not he fell feet first, um, he would have had to go off the roof. It would have had, or sorry, um, that was fucking. I misspelled that. Whether or not he was head or feet, he had to be vertical. And based off the damage to his legs, the tibia and fibula being two of the strongest bones in yeah, the body. Yeah. I was like, okay, he had to have gone through his feet. I want to. Re- Dacked this statement because I don't believe this, and we'll get into that in part two. Really? I'm basically just like fucking with you at this point when I tell you all about C- uh, part two. Um, but when <laughs> also I also in part two, never mind. I was gonna make a joke, but I was gonna make a joke about how you're making promises for part two you can't possibly deliver on, and then I was gonna make a joke about some obscure part of your life that you were gonna start talking about in part two. But then I was like, you know what? That's just there's no good play- way to end that, so I'm just I'm just deciding not to. Look at that. That's a very mature thing for you to do on such a little sleep. Thank I'm proud you. Of you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna be a mess tomorrow. I know. I'm, it's... Gonna, be, like, I'm gonna be in my. I have an astronomy final at oh 8 a.m. I'm gonna be in astronomy. They're gonna be like, all right, it's gravity of a black hole. 8 a.m. What the fuck yeah. is wrong with you? So, for so reference, the, this the, is not a normal <laughs> like you know 5 p.m. or 3 p.m. This is fucking three in the morning. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I'm gonna wake up. They're gonna be like, dude. They're gonna be like talking about black holes, and we're like, right over Fucking helicopter! Oh shit! Sorry, the bar is going too. That was clearly too loud. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I I have no filter this late. I just scream. I'm gonna be like ranting to my. I'm gonna be like, he must have gone through feet first. Wes doesn't even think that anymore. I don't know. I don't even know when part two is gonna be. Dude, oh my god, we gotta gonna, record part two soon. Tomorrow, I can't, like, we're yeah, gonna I can't have go to do this tomorrow. Oh my, I'm gonna cry. It's <laughs> fucking great. Oh man. So anyway, I'm that be, was like, foaming at the mouth, <laughs> trying, trying to figure out what's going on. Everyone in my astronomy's class going, like, "You're right, bro." <laughs> oh my I almost want to say take a nap before part two, but don't. It would be so much better if you didn't. <laughs> no, actually, I want your best opinion. So take a nap beforehand. What do you mean? I'm definitely taking a nap after the test. The test is going to be done at 10. I don't wake up till like 12 on a good day. You think I'm going to stay up at 8 and be like, this is a good time for me to be alive? No. <laughs> I wake up at 8 o'clock. I want to die. <laughs> it's 3 in the morning. I'm going to get 5 hours of sleep. You really think I'm going to be like, this is a good starting off point for the day. Grandma's going to call me at 7.45. Oh, my God. I'm crying. Stop. <laughs> like, like, don't take a nap afterwards. You think I would listen to that if you said that? Wes, you could hold me at gunpoint. I'd still fall asleep. I, 
<laughs> Eternal sleep. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> frankly, I'd welcome it. <laughs> All right. Five hours Dude, of sleep. Dude, we got it. Oh, my God. We're pushing 50 minutes. Woohoo! We did it. We did it. Right, so, oh, man, I was worried about this. So, where the fuck was I? Okay, I you see. You said you believe yeah, yeah. you don't believe it was so, feet first anymore. Again, despite we're gonna, putting that down in your notes. We're going to go back to his injuries in part two, and we're actually going to do it from someone else's perspective, and I can't wait for that. I just wanted to say that because when I mention it again, this is from the documentary. When we mention it again, that it's is from... From the, from the corner. No. Well, yes, no. No, it's from a special... We'll get into a part okay, two. Okay, all right, I see. But it's it's from someone else. It is. These are two different sources, so if they contradict, it's down to well, difference. Part two is far more recent, I should mention. Okay, got it. So, um, <clears throat> so near the hole on the roof was his phone in normal working condition, his glasses that did not have a scratch on them, and despite his obviously severe injuries, his things were in perfectly working condition, his flip-flops were the only thing near the hole that had any sort of damage to them, and this is where it gets fucking weird, they had drag marks on the front, and one of the straps was broken. Drag marks on the front? He see, was totally dragged. Now you see why my initial theory was, yeah, the guy had to be fucking killed, or hit in yeah. the head and thrown. Yeah, so, it sounds like someone dragged him. So, Michael Bear, when he talks about this, he is adamant, and I fully believe him, that these were placed there. Do you think... Now, here's what I, I think we can't necessarily rule out. Could they have been placed there by the police? Uh, You mean like when they went... No, no, because... Like I said in right, the park, they saw the flip flops next fl to the hole. That's what attack. That's what attracted their Got vision. It. Never mind. So that's Never a good clip. No, that's a good thing. That's fair enough to bring up. Sleep deprived. But it is really important to mention his fuck. His phone was in. None of his stuff had a scratch on it besides his flip flops. Yeah, I which, mean, if, if it's falling with him, first <clears> off, like, <throat> how does it come out of his like pocket or wherever he had it? Why would it be? Why would placed it be next, next to the, to the hole? hole? Yeah. In, not, in perfect condition and not broken. That was my. That was what I didn't understand. So, I fully. I don't want to spoil anything for part two. Here's a. Here's the best teaser I'm going to give you, and nothing else. If his body went through that hole, but that hole was already there, and someone put. Shh, oh yeah. What? Hey, <laughs> hold on. Why she can't fucking do this to me? What do you mean the hole was already there? Night, Jake. <laughs> God damn it. And that's part one. Okay, I'm be, <laughs> no, no. I'm gonna be I'm just fully saying, at the I'm mouth. Just saying, that's that's just something someone has said. I'm just How no matter. So listen, listen. There? Okay, listen. Either way, if. If Did they aim for the hole <laughs> and hit Jake, it with perfect Jake, pinpoint accuracy, and it was smaller than him? Okay. Unless he was like, what if he I fell on, somewhere listen. else and was placed in... Listen, what if I tell you I have a the theory I believe, and I will look into it more tomorrow, I fully believe to be the actual way he died. Uh -huh. We will get into it in part two. What I want you... Don't think about his death right now. Think about the evidence we have. What I want you to, want it to question is, if he fell from a large height, if he killed himself, why is his stuff in perfect condition? Why is it set... Gently near a hole, like near place. Even like, even if it falls out of his pocket, if he's going forty five feet or forty feet out, the and the phones come out of his pocket. That's going forty feet in the other fucking yeah, direction. Some some people 
some people do anything to keep their iPhone in working condition. It was a Nokia, Jake. <laughs> it was, this is 2006. 2006. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, but the, this is something that Bear, like, if he were to focus on anything in this case, it's this, and I am... I'm I, with him there. I'm yeah, with I him. blame him. Like, when, when you get into his injuries and, like, his life before his death, this stuff right here is the one thing, in my opinion, that is not speculation, but legitimate evidence that since his body's decomposed, this is the best we've got. I yeah. think this is the best evidence that is out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Bear just, he says, like, he 100%, even back then and still today, he fully believes someone placed those items there. Now, the one thing missing, Ray's money clip, which was gifted to him by Allison. Uh-huh. So... It had his initials RR on it. It was embroidered. It was, like, very important. He did not have a wallet. He kept his ID, his cards, and his cash in this clip. It was, like, if you were to think about Ray and what Ray's token item was, it it's was the that. money it's clip. Like, it's, yeah, exactly. it's like his, like, a wallet, yeah. Um, It has never been recovered. To this day, to this day, no one has ever found his money clip. And why would that not be on him if he committed suicide? That see, that's what I don't like. It wasn't his car. It wasn't there. How did the police have all this? Like, I know it's all quote circumstantial, but what a lot of like procedural shows don't include is that circumstantial evidence is still evidence, and people have been like DNA evidence is circumstantial. By definition, literate, they're, like, they're fucking by legal definition. Dude, these guys were fucking bored. That's all it was. They're like, I don't want to yeah, do this anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm done with this case. It's suicide. In fact, I, I don't. He even... jumped 45 feet on a fucking <laughs> lunge, <laughs> like he's fucking diving in, like an Olympic. He swimmer. was in water polo. He knows. Yeah, how he to knows do that. how to do that. So <laughs> same sport. <laughs> he's, he's hey, 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 assholes. you, you stop that right now. There's some Olympians that would kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're gonna talk very briefly on Stephen J. He's an investigative journalist who did more fucking work than any of the beat cops. He even did their job of combing through the hotel looking for anybody who had witnessed anything. This is also really, really important to my question. Did he really go through that hole or did he make the hole? This Part of me wants to think he did make the hole, but another part of me says I feel like it would be bigger. I'm about to prove, almost prove he didn't. So really? Okay. All right. Tell me. Talk to me. So when Stephen Janice combed through, no one had seen anything. No one had heard anything. You could have done this at four in the fucking morning. Someone would have heard something. Yeah. It is one of the busiest parts of of Baltimore, Maryland. It is, um, it is a very popular and fully stocked and staffed hotel. Even if you did this at four in the morning, someone, even if someone was like, man, I don't want to get involved with that. Statistically, it is almost um, impossible. No one saw anything. And what I thought of that they didn't say in this, but I know someone was thinking a man 260 going 11 stories. That's one loud fucking noise. That is a, that's a loud through metal, through metal roof. That would be louder than a gunshot, in my opinion. Like, that would be fucking loud. It It would would, be fucking loud. It would shake part of the building. People would know about it. I mean, I'm just... I'm doing what's called a WAG in physics. This is something my professor taught me. It's a WAG. Oh, Jesus. It stands for wild-ass guess. I'm going (laughs) to try... I'm going to show you... I said that right until I took a drink. (laughs) I'm going to roughly estimate the amount of kinetic energy he had going for him, and I'm going to say it's a fuck ton. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> like the amount of kinetic energy the average human body would have after reaching terminal velocity after Dude, 11 stories. He's 260. What do you mean, terminal velocity? I, I'm too tired. It doesn't to matter. He's 260. It doesn't matter. He's, he's The guy's he's fucking big. He's 6'5. He is a big guy. Like, and, and yeah, again. That's, that's a loud fucking noise. How did no one hear this? And perfectly vertical. He didn't scream nothing. It's just when Janice goes through that, it's crazy. So. This goes back to the top roof theory, and the reason I say this, again, is just because the police are so adamant. Oh, yeah, he jumped from there. Yeah. To get to the roof, Ray would have had to walk through a lobby that is not open to the public, take a set set of back stairwells that is usually locked, navigate a maze of hallways to a roof access door, again, which is normally locked. To get there, you would have had to know how. Yeah. There's no question. You had to know how to get there. You've been here before. That, or he was led by somebody. Either way, if he... And if they let him there... The question of if he was on the roof is solely based on, did someone leave? Now, now wait a minute. Before you start racking your brain, this is important. So I scratched this out, but we'll get to it anyway. Police could not find Ray on any hotel camera footage. None. The roof... Now, the rooftop camera wasn't working. It was disconnected, which is really fucking weird and and uh, now look for i mean it's kind of i i mean i i know i told you the story when my co-worker got robbed out no i know papa john's I was know. working at that ca- that camera mysteriously wasn't working for three months beforehand too no look i feel it, like that could just well, be it se- especially in baltimore it seemed kind of suspicious to even michael who was like it this seems like this was recent in his mind and even if it was listen even if it was this does not necessarily say michael went off the roof it is complete. Or sorry, uh, Ray it is completely possible that it's a coincidence. The camera wasn't working way yeah, beforehand, yeah. or if some again, if someone put his body in there but wanted it to look like, or, or maybe, <clears throat> maybe the rooftop camera was pointed so it would have caught a helicopter on camera, and they came and scrubbed and they, it. They well, they they said, hey, hey, yo, get up there, cut that shit. We're flying by, and someone up there with a pair of scissors and cut it. But anyway, um, I can't tell if you're fucking with I me. I am fucking with you. God damn it. <laughs> so, but it just to 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 put it simply, like when I when I made a wagon everything and you fucking <laughs> with me like this. <laughs> so, before I before we get into part 2 and my theory, I was, you know, before I even knew about this theory I subscribed to and I was really wondering how he went in through that hole, I wondered is it possible there's another entrance into that hotel that was not covered or wasn't checked? Is it possible someone led him? But it just, the fact that he could not be found on a single bit of hotel footage, yeah. and it does not say at all that anything was wiped or scrubbed or missing, that seems so elaborate for such a weird, sloppy death. Yeah. And could... This is really conspiracy theory asking. I don't necessarily believe this, but I'm just throwing this out there. I'm sorry. I, I'm just throwing this out there. Um, is it possible that the police saw something on that camera <laughs> and were like, we okay. got to fucking scrub this? All right. So I will not say it's impossible because I don't know. Yeah, but I'm not sa- I'm not saying that's again, my top theory. Fully, I'm just throwing listen, it out there. Fully believing Michael Bear, which I do at this point. I don't think so. Okay. All right. So, you don't think Michael would have... Would have I, I, I completely believe... Something like that. No, okay. I completely believe he's not morally compromised or anything. And 
the reason police are so quick to talk about suicide, so about seven to ten days after he went missing, it is reported Reyes died. In that time period, that sort of day seven to ten, all this talk comes up, well then there's an answer to what happened and the media just stops talking about it. Police wanted to tie it up real quick. They ruled it as a suicide. Now, the way the investigator mm. and the journalist mention it is it's like they were always going to say suicide. Yeah. It just seemed easy to them. They want it done with. It's almost like they were te- they were shown a really, really mysterious thing and no one felt confident in their abilities. So they just said suicide to make it a clean, we're done yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. So Ray's family, along with uh, Steve Janis and um, I believe it's Jane Miller, and, of course, Michael Bear, they push against that and do not believe it. In fact, his family was openly criticizing the police for even saying he would jump. So, it is a medical examiner. Oh, my God. So, wow, Ray's cool. wife, Allison, went to speak to the medical examiner to get an idea of how he may have died. Um, when she walked in, the medical examiner closed the door and said, quote, I know what they're trying to do. We are not closing this case. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yep. And you know what, Jake? That's where we're going. Oh, fuck it, bless you. I swear to God, you're kidding, right? Nope. Bless you. Jake. There's more in your notes. Yeah, I, I can see there's more in your notes. <laughs> Don't do this to me. But, Jake, look. Listen. It is, it, we're at an hour and five. I don't think... Wes. Wes. So... I can't... I can't... Jake, you can't do this. I don't think we can... I, I personally don't think that we can push part two any further than about an hour. So... We should stop. We should end it here. Oh, Wes. You're evil. <laughs> I can't. Oh. I'm just putting end part one for me. So I know where we can pick up. Oh, um, my God. I you didn't fucking I did monster. tell you. I, I completely told you. You could watch the episode on it. Or I I, I said this would be two parts. I said this would be two <laughs> parts. All right. We you need... said part two would just be theories. Yeah, but... This works so much better. You monster. Dude, like, literally the next page is one of the weirdest pieces of evidence in this case. What? (laughs) That's why I want to stop here. (laughs) God damn it. Oh, I hate you. Oh, I hate you. Look, all right, so legitimately... You talentless fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when you said that was just the bitch that does research? (laughs) You all just... You. No. Fuck you. Suck it, bitch. <laughs> the notes are right here. Like, I'm not going to hide them from you. You can read them can if I you want. Give me. Give me these fucking notes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Don't read them yet. Do what it do you mean? Air. Don't read Do it off air. No, I have to. Oh. Okay, yep. I'll wait. We'll do it Fuck tomorrow. your asshole. God. Ah. Okay. <laughs> Jake, Jake, <laughs> don't, Jake, 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 don't worry. It's okay. We'll get... <laughs> cannot fucking believe you. Oh, my God. You know what I just realized? What? I have no fucking clue how to add the outro music. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is good. Um, no. Oh, no, I'll no you, just, you can just move it. We moved it. You moved it earlier, remember? Copy and paste. Well, don't. no. Look, you just watch. You'd I can't move end, it. No, you'd hit end record, right? Yeah. And then you'd you'd move the cursor, and then you'd add you'd import with the cursor at wherever it's at, and then it'll import there. I think. Would it not make more sense for me to copy and paste it, Jake? I'm so confused as to what. No, you why just would said. you copy? Okay, so remember earlier, right? Oh God. 
This is before the episode started. You're getting a little hint at how we edit. We were testing to make sure that the intro music over me saying the intro wouldn't mess everything up. Yeah, could you tell we haven't done this before? Yeah, we haven't done this before. So when you added the intro, the brand new intro that you made at what website? Uh, you can... Oh, fuck. Hold on. This is... Now, nah, this is why I opened Chrome. Hold on. You can, um, make your own intro, outro music, or music of whatever the fuck you want at boomy.com. Boomy.com. B-O-O-M-Y.com. We are not sponsored, but I really appreciate actually having intro, outro music. Yeah, so, no, it's pretty cool. And I thought com. it was it was cool and not derivative at all, I yes, say. Thank wink, you. wink. It's... Reminds me of a did, podcast we both listen to. It was that or fucking EDM. What do you want? What do you want from me? All right? Everything else. I, yeah. So, listen. Uh, you're going to get a... Uh, you guys get a, a deep dive in how fucking stupid I am. <laughs> this, and this is, is like... Why, this hold is, on. Listen. This I'm is the podcast done. equivalent of when the parents start, like, having the divorce <laughs> proceedings in front of the kids. <laughs> this is... This, <laughs> we're going to air all our dirty laundry. Please stand by for a second. <laughs> no, listen. When I tell you I'm the stupidest fuck on the planet, I'm the stupidest fuck on the planet, because Boomy got me, all right? <laughs> we're not sponsored. We fucking should be after this shit. So they have Boomy, a, sponsor us. Their, their subscription service was doing it in an annual feed, and I didn't notice annual... They fucking slipped it in. You, you paid the it. annual fee. Yes, I did. <laughs> so you can shit talk me on the fucking thing. It was fifty dollars. Well, you and better we're make more it. more intro music and outro music and stuff. So here's the you thing: make more stuff. I out of fear, I immediately canceled. So I don't now. It's already charged me. So I should have yeah, should a have year of boomy. Yeah. But I don't know how make to get back into it. it. So we're gonna. Have <laughs> you to don't know how to get. So you're <laughs> fucking useless. Oh my god. <laughs> See. If anybody was wondering beforehand, why is it the half talentless podcast? <laughs> yeah. This is why. Because I can work a computer and there's Wes. <laughs> Spotify wouldn't let me put the half brain dead uh, podcast, so this is where we're it at. Wouldn't? No. God damn. Sorry, let, also, me, let me rephrase. My pride wouldn't. We couldn't we couldn't <clears throat> add these as new episodes and and or rename the old podcast. Because I I just do not get on my ass about it. I cannot find out how to... How do you edit a podcast on Spotify? You can't do it. You just can't. I don't know how. It's impossible. Spotify, okay. why are you so fucking difficult? If you're watching this on Spotify, go to rss.com and watch it there. They've been very kind to us. Very easy to use. rss.com. That's rss.com. If you're fucking dumb, look it up. Sorry. Damn, just call our listeners dumb, why don't you? <laughs> our three listeners, all three of them are dumb. I'm I almost just said all four. I'm one of them, Jake. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of them too. Okay, so to one third of our listeners, and I'm not specifying which, just look it up. Or bookmark it, which I'm going to do right now. You didn't fucking have a bookmark, Wes. <laughs> you, you, you're a mistake. Can we <laughs> can we please end this podcast okay, now? All right. I want to go to bed. Uh, yeah, I want to go to bed too. You're a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. But jokes aside, this went fucking well. This dude. went really well. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know how this is gonna sound or what. I know we if did. This whole thing is fucked. If we listen to it and it's just it's just not good. We so I'm gonna cry. We did get. I'm gonna sleep. And then I'm gonna cry. So we did get unfortunately loud at some point. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't think I really care at this point. Like, yeah, I don't care. It, I mean, we have a pop filter. We should be fine, yeah, right? It's fine. Okay. I so mean, 
like last time it just seems to like the quality just goes down a little bit but it's just yellow but it's a what pop filter yeah. oh and i also have our input volume up a little bit because remember the game because yeah, remember the, the we intro. wanted it to play over the intro so we we should we're fine yeah we can tweet you later if you have an issue with the volume um turn your volume down cry some more S- cry yeah fucking cry about losers. it losers <laughs> bitch <laughs> bitch so, bitch <sighs> My throat's too sore for it. So, um, don't <laughs> stop. I fucking knew I was setting you up. I fucking knew I was setting you up for that. Oh, God, I am a fucking idiot. <laughs> You're so dumb. Ah, oh, fuck. Oh, I'm a child. All right, anyway, an hour and ten. Way better than I thought. Hour and ten. Way better than I, I thought. I don't... Oh, man. We, got, we were halfway through the notes at, like, 18 minutes in. I know. Dude. I was worried. So, we hit... We literally hit... 28 minutes and i and we had gotten to the part where i'd wrote down and part one here i was like oh no <laughs> yeah but we found a Ooh. much better place to stop i'm very pleased with I'm how this so episode mad went. At you. i promise episode two this is like so this is why i don't play like rage video games because for some people when you get done with it the catharsis the catharsis like experience of getting everything you were wanting yeah even through the frustration I don't like that, but I know you have suffered through it enough. Yeah, I, pl- I, pl- I play games that make me rage so, sometimes just so I can beat them. Initially, I thought this whole case was going to be super disappointing. And I was going to hate how it ended because that's how it was the first time. Yeah. I di- but then I looked into it. And I looked into the updated people and the updated theories. And I'm not saying the one I subscribe to is perfect or completely valid. I'm just saying I think from what I've already read what I might read tomorrow, to what I have in my own head, I think we can come up with a fairly good explanation. And so, tomorrow... Helicopter. Possibly. Helicopter. So, tomorrow, um, whenever it is this episode is going to drop, which would be probably next Sunday, not this upcoming one. Um, you, th- you think it's going to take that long to edit? You want to drop them day after day? I thought that's. I thought we'd do like Oh, weekly. you mean part two would drop next Sunday? Yes. Yeah, unless the people demand it. Do not go on this fucking, on Spotify and demand that we post it. You're the only other person that would do this. <laughs> He's talking <sighs> to me. <laughs> He's yep. just, I am the one who would, I, I would, I would make a Spotify account just to be like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm a random listener. I would very much like part two right now. So yeah. Uh, part one, we have now gone over how, how Ray Rivera died, how the investigation has started and ultimately stalled on the police's end and we are now, in episode two, going to get into um, how the Rivera family goes forward and how the theorists in the world today uh, view and think about this case. You've so, written an intro for part two, right? No. It will be really easy, though, because we've already done part one. Okay, I was about to say. Don't worry about it. We're fine. So, um, thank you all for tuning in this time. Yeah, thanks. We know this one was a little longer than usual. I and like it, though. I, I like I, it longer, I think too, the hour to hour God damn it. 20 <laughs> is way better. What? Nothing. 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 What'd you do? I said something stupid. Oh, God. No, nothing Nothing bad. Just oh, something people okay. can make like low-hanging fruit jokes out of. Don't worry. I was covering up. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's episode one of Ray Rivera. Do you have anything else to close with? Uh, I'm tired. Fair enough. Um, I'm really, really pleased with how this one went. Yeah, I I thought it went pretty well, too. We've just hit 115. Perfect. All right, so even though part two might not be as long, might be longer, might be exactly the same. We won't know. Yeah, it'll be roughly an hour. We won't know until next week. Cry some more. That was 
very fucking aggressive, that last one. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, you caught me off guard there. I don't... I chose violence. I woke up today, like, 17 hours ago and chose violence. Yeah. It's actually 14, but I'm already so tired. I'm tired, too. I all sleep right. so much. So, <laughs> so that's it. Uh, thank you all for listening. We'll catch you next week. And yes. with that, goodbye. Goodbye.